everyone. Thank you for joining another Casework stream. Super excited today to be joined by Cassidy Lewis. Cassidy, thanks so much for taking time to, to connect with me and, and our audience. And real quickly, um, just want to share, and, I, and I'm you know interested to learn a little bit more about your background, but um, just for everyone to know, Cassidy is the Chief Marketing Officer at Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers. Yes. And so, Cassidy, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. How did you even get into marketing and in the personal injury space? Sure, sure. So, yes, I am Cassidy Lewis. I have been the chief marketing officer here at Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers going on five years now. Um, outside of that, I have a uh, wonderful husband and two babies at home. Yes. I um, got into the marketing space. I was actually an accounting major when I was in college, which is crazy. Um, and then um, when you take business classes, you know, you, you end up taking like one of each. And my marketing professor was like, hey, you need to try out marketing. And I was like, I don't want to do commercials. He was like, no, Cassidy, just <laughs> come to some more of my classes. And I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. Um, and so I have been in the marketing field going on about 14 years. I think I'm like 13 and some change. Um, got into it once, got into it very young. I got into the PI field specifically. I actually had a job interview with another law firm, didn't get it. And a year later, they referred me to Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers. They said, hey, we have this girl that we interviewed about a year ago. We really liked her. She was a, she the person they picked was a better fit. But, you know, she was really good. And so they called me like, hey, you know, <laughs> want to come in for an interview? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> so that's how I got in the PI field. And I love legal marketing. Yeah. Well, that's a cool story. Um, you know, one of the questions and something I'm interested to understand a little bit more is just your approach of building a marketing strategy for the PI firms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if I had to map out how we build strategies here at Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers, there are really four steps, three, three solid ones. And, and then the last one. So the first one is research, right? That's a very important step. From the research, we build our campaigns. Um, we look at our campaigns and then we build our KPIs, our key performance indicators. Um, and then the last step is another step that gets missed a lot is redoing it all again, right? Sometimes um, I've seen strategies implemented and they work. So people leave them alone. Um, but what I have found is that if there's some sort of system based around, okay, we need to look at this one more time. And can we better this? And that KPI is great, but what if we could increase it by 5% or 12% or whatever that looks like? So we try to do, uh, or, or we, we, we do uh, like just a full map, the, the research, the campaign, um, the KPIs, and then redoing everything all again. Talking a little bit about research, you know, how does the data and the research fit in to marketing? Oh, man. If I had to list one step that gets missed most often, it's the research piece, right? But it really has to be where you start or else you're shooting in the dark. Um, there are so many different spaces where we do research. So um, we do sort of that pre-intake data, like what's happening in my area, what's happening in my city, what are the worst intersections? And that's just something you get from dmv.com. Those are the intersections then that I need to write about in my blog. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we do intake research, right? So the intakes that call us, what are they saying when they call us? Where are they calling us from? Um, both demographic research and psychographic. Uh, we do client research. Uh, we have a really large attorney marketing um, campaign or strategy. Mm -hmm. so we do a fair amount of attorney research as well. But it just, it really does have to be the starting point for you. I'm sure firms, and I'm sure you talk with people that have never done marketing. Um, and so if they've never done marketing, what do you tell them about the market research? How do they start collecting that and actioning on that data? So they oftentimes have the data, they may not recognize it. So if 50 intakes call your office a month for 12 months, well, then you have 600 pieces of data that you can pull from, right? And so sometimes it's, it's the easiest data to pull this demographic data. Where do they live? Uh, maybe what's their age? Um, are they male or female? Is there an ethnicity that your firm skews toward? That's right. just some basic stuff, right? But then you go into sort of building your avatar. Well, and that comes from client conversation, finding out things like, hmm, we have, we talk to primarily moms, or we talk to primarily women in this city that are at this age. Mm -hmm. I think a fair amount of them are moms, right? So then you start to build that avatar. Um, same thing with attorney uh, research, right? What do your attorney referrals look like? Um, right. We were under the assumption that we needed to target smaller PI shops. We're, we're, we're exclusively personal injury. Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, it's, you know, these smaller PI shops that need a bigger firm like us to handle those big cases. Sure. It was true for some, but they were essentially offended. They were like, we can handle cases, you know? And so we shifted and ended up targeting um, basically every every practice area that just doesn't do PI. You know, when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned a little bit, and I was hoping you would elaborate a little bit more on how you leverage focus groups. Yes. So we did our first in-person focus group about a year, year and a half ago. Um, I will say that I would use this information for branding strategies like TV. Um, one, it's, it is a little pricier. The in-person ones are a little pricier. Um, but we allowed it to shape our Super Bowl campaign. So for we had Super Bowl commercials for two years in a row. So the first mm -hmm. one we didn't do a focus group for, but the second one we did. And that is just such good qualitative data. They don't know that you're there, right? You're in another room watching them live or somewhere else watching them live. And it hurt it can hurt your feelings. Stuff that they're saying. They show you they show the uh, group of people, you know, all of your commercials and campaigns. But <laughs> Because we skew women, we mm -hmm. built our Super Bowl campaign around what the women in the room were saying. You know, mm -hmm. they wanted to know that we cared about them. Where the men, they love those hammer-like commercials, those money, money, money commercials. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it it just, it, it allowed us to, it, it gave us a foundation for all of our marketing. It gave us a, a really good foundation. And there are online focus groups that you can do as well that um, don't cost as much. We're using that right now for our jingle. Um, but those in-person focus groups are great. And you kind of, you do those and you don't, you do one, you may not have to do another one for like five or six years. And then how do you, how do you look at the data at post 
those focus groups to determine whatever whatever marketing strategy you implemented, how successful was that? How do you look at that? I'm sorry. So you said after the focus group. Yeah. So once the focus group is done um, and you're, you know, assessing and looking at all the information that was provided to you from the focus group, and then I guess you roll out some new marketing. How do you look to see if um, if if what those what you implemented actually made a difference and connected and and you and you um, spoke to the target audience? Sure. So the thing about focus groups, right? It's all qualitative data, right? It's very subjective. And so we pulled things like we did things like word clouds where, okay, these, this word was repeated or this phrase was repeated mm-hmm. often, things like that. We had to do feedback, right? So asking people, like, what do you think about our commercials? Oh my God, these were the best commercials ever compared mm-hmm. to previously. Oh, yeah, I saw you guys. I see you guys everywhere. The conversation mm-hmm. shifted some and went from, I see you guys everywhere to, yeah, I see you everywhere. But now this commercial has impacted me. And then we also um, looked at some of that quantitative data. Mm-hmm. So, did we get an increase in intakes? Did we get an in- increase in referrals? Um, when people were, when the intakes are calling, did they mention our commercials? You know, did they mention how great they were? Yeah, no, that, that's great feedback. And when, um, in addition to the focus groups, you also mentioned client experience surveys. So what is something you never expected to learn from those client experience surveys? So we initially set the surveys up to, and we, we did ours by team. So attorney, paralegal, legal assistant, that's how we're structured. And so um, the client gets the survey chooses mm-hmm. their legal team because ours are anonymous chooses their legal team and you know just two or three questions very simple with a comment section we expect to get to get to be able to see you know which teams are serving their clients best on the service side mm-hmm. we end up finding we ended up finding out that our clients loved their paralegals but <laughs> did not trust them in the way that um, they didn't trust them like they trusted their attorneys. And it wasn't that they thought they were liars, of course, yeah. right? But it was when uh, my paralegal tells me I need to do something, well, I would rather hear that from the attorney. And it is such that nurse-doctor relationship, right? Like you don't, you want the doctor sure. to with you something big is about to happen or right. we need to do X. Um, and so, it again, it just shifted the way that we began communicating with clients. And um, you know, we know internally that the attorneys are looking at the files every 30 days. We know internally that everything that the paralegals are saying to the clients is green lit from an attorney. We know those things. Right. But the clients do not. Hmm. So interesting. Um, and it all goes back to the research and the data. It's mm-hmm. helping you guys make your decisions and helping you form your marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a large portion of our audience are mass tort firms and PI firms too. Mm-hmm. Um, they carry, you know, a lot of mass tort, a very large docket. And referrals, of course, are a large part of both, you know, PI and mass tort acquisition strategy. So, what do you say, or what can you speak to as it relates to how firms can increase both the number of firms referring them cases, mm-hmm. as well as the, as the number of cases referred to them from each firm? Sure. So one, I don't think, and and I'm saying this, we didn't either. 
we don't think of B2B marketing or B2B sales. We we don't pay as much attention to them to that, right? Oftentimes it'll be, well, let me go out and network. Let me go out and meet some attorneys. Let me send this message on LinkedIn. And it's it it, it just kind of stops there. But for us, so attorney referrals can make up in quantity 20% of our cases, but can easily make up 40, 50% of our revenue. So wow. it's extremely important for us. Right. So again, doing that research, right? Finding out what practice area refers you the most cases or what area refers you the most mm-hmm. cases. And I'm an area like geographical area if you're national and knowing why that is. Um, and then treating them like a client. So things like, like making sure um, that internally, like updating your attorney referrals, right? Um, regularly on the cases, whatever that looks like. If that's every, you know, we do PI. So we say every 90 days, maybe mm-hmm. that's every six months if you're mass tort. Um, making sure that your fee agreements are in place, are competitive, things like that, right? Sure. But then the piece that we missed, and then a lot of firms missed, they don't market that, right? <laughs> so we market how much we give out in attorney referral fees every year. Um, mm-hmm. We put it in all of the lawyer magazines. Um, the We have something called Virginia Lawyers Weekly, the State Bar, all of our uh, um, local bar associations online. Um, we call ourselves a numbers firm. You're going to know how many cases were referred to us, how many cases we referred out to our attorney friends, how much we gave in attorney referral fees. We're just going to keep marketing and advertising the things that we do for our referral partners. Um, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, Craig Golden Farm, he just he created a piece called The Seven Reasons You Need to um, Send Refer Your Case to Us. And it's like, yes, and we have the seven reasons a client needs to choose us. Why don't we have that for attorneys? Yeah. I stole it. I stole it immediately. He's not at my go. <laughs> I stole it. I stole him too. Like, I won't take but um, marketing to attorneys, we have a mailing plan for them that's separate and distinct, email campaigns that are separate and distinct, events. But we really market and advertise to them like they're clients. Well, it sounds like you your team is just very intentional. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you have a success formula that works and you're repeating it. However, you're you're constantly assessing um, the data and the research and kind of talking about marketing tactics. You know, what is a marketing tactic and strategy that you believe really no longer works or is becoming quite ineffective? Susan, you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> I I don't want to, I don't even want anybody to see this. <laughs> I am struggling right now with SEO, not n- not because SEO itself is not effective. It's just that Google is so volatile. Everything and all of what we do in SEO is based on Google, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been a struggle the last 18 months or so to be consistent. Um, it, it works. If Google is stabilized, it does work, but we are chasing a moving target. Um, I think it, I can't, it probably ate up 30 to 40% of my time this year. Hmm. Again, it works. I I would choose um, local, people call it local SEO, Google my business. I choose that over traditional SEO every time. And again, we are local. This may be different for mass tour or national firms. 
but I choose Google My Business over um, organic SEO. Nobody, nobody bully me about my answer. <laughs> well, and to the flip side of that, what do you think marketing strategy or tactic that is underutilized that folks should be doing more of? Um, people talk a lot about uh, like your UVP or your U USB, your unique value proposition, your unique selling proposition. And I've heard different theories on that. It's not that I disagree with that. I just think our uniqueness for any business um, is our clients, right? So I could have a competitor across the street from me that exclusively handles PI, that markets the way we do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The one thing we have that another PI farm down the street does not have, we have our clients. And so we focus so much energy on sort of that intake process, right? So let's get the intakes in, let's get the intakes in, let's get the intakes in. And it costs just ungodly amounts of money. Mm -hmm. I don't, enough people do not focus on their clients and what it means to get those referrals or what it means to have them become a repeat client. Um, it's just, that is our uniqueness. It's our clients and making them ambassadors for, for us. Um, if I had to say, and, and this is especially true in the legal marketing space, uh, it's that we just don't focus enough on our clients, knowing them and then making them our ambassadors. Right. So funny that you're saying this. I did a stream last week and uh, with Michael DeMeo out of North Carolina, and we talked about a client-centric approach. Oh, yeah. Um, and just the culture that's in his office. And it's really the focus was on that. I mean, just the, the importance of this, you know, focusing on your clients. You don't want them to be repeat customers, unfortunately, because if they're, but right. it's just like if anyone else is in an accident or someone, a loved one, if you've treated them well and they feel like family and they trust you, like you were saying earlier, then when there is an accident or when someone has something catastrophic happen in their family, they're going to think to, you know, they're going to think back to their attorney. So that's, that's great that you're talking about that. What about just firms in general? Have you ever had a firm come and like, Cassidy, I don't know anything about marketing. Where do I start? It can be quite overwhelming. You and I talked about that yeah. um, a few weeks ago, just that um, marketing can, can certainly be overwhelming. Oh, you yeah. had the luxury of going to school and really understanding a lot um, and had a great foundation. What do you what do you tell? Like, what are some tips you tell firms? Because um, there's, you know, we, we, our audience is mass tort attorneys, but also mm -hmm. personal injury attorneys wanting to get into mass tort, but they, you know, they don't understand really from the marketing side. What, what are just some basic tips you tell attorneys? So they are local. I would say to focus in on those Google My Business pieces, right? Going to get your review, setting up your Google My Business profiles. I mean, those profiles rank before websites. Right. So you get your Google, you could not have a website and have a Google My Business profile and get online leads. Um, and I think that's beautiful, especially for firms that are just starting out and may not have the bigger budgets. Um, but from there, I would focus on my clients and client referrals and my attorneys and attorney referrals. Um, our client and attorney referrals, they are half the price, if I'm not mistaken, or half the cost of our online leads. Right. And so figuring out what that looks like, um, does that look like you calling clients and, you know, checking in on them before you even ask them for a referral? Right. Calling in and checking in on them. That same attorney, Craig Golden Farm, he does four referral lunches a week hmm. four a week. Right. 
Um, and, and you know, that's what, 40, 40 bucks a day, 40, 50 bucks a day. Um, people don't do as many physical mailings. Um, again, something that we believe in, it helps us keep in contact with all of those, even intakes, they go to even people that we rejected. Um, but I would really start on doing something as simple as a Google My Business, getting reviews there, and then client referrals and attorney referrals. Awesome. Cassidy, this has been so great. Lots of, uh, like I said before, you can tell you're, you're passionate about this. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's just great to hear, you know, your, your wisdom, what's worked, what have you done? I mean, I'm sure firms aren't doing things like focus groups and, you know, it's just, it, it takes all of it, right? I mean, I think yeah. it takes all of these pieces coming together to be successful. Um, and it's great to hear that, that you value, you know, the, attorney referrals as much as just out spending a lot of money trying to get um, new leads. So super helpful. Thank you so much for taking time to Absolutely. share a little bit of your wisdom uh, as it relates to marketing. I'm sure um, we'll, I would love to do more streams with you because there's probably a lot more content that we could go over. So sure. we can understand, you know, more about what you're doing and why your firm is so successful because at the, you got to have a great team, which it sounds like you do. Oh, and yeah. a great marketing strategy and a team that can then execute. So anyway, thank you so much for taking time to share these insights today. And um, we certainly appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Susan. I appreciate you. Yeah.